This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Amazon's Astro is a $1,000 robot that you need to join a waiting list to even get a chance to buy. But is it worth the trouble? I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. Joining me to discuss Astro is senior editor David Priest. Welcome, David. Thanks for having me. So Amazon teased Astro a few months ago, and it's been an early in early access or beta program. Most people haven't been able to buy it, but you finally got your hands on one. So just to refresh our listeners' memories, what is Astro? Yeah, so this was a device that Amazon kind of surprised a lot of people with last year at their uh, fall hardware event. Basically, it's one of the first home robots uh, that people can use inside their houses. Um, It drives around using kind of the same navigation hardware that you find in like robot vacuums, but it goes room to room. It has a smart display and smart speaker on it. So you can use uh, Amazon's voice assistant on it, but it also has kind of its own little personality that's modeled off of like robots like Wally and stuff like that in different movies. So yeah, and it, it kind of just does a lot of odds and ends. It can deliver like a beer from one room to the other. Uh, and it can patrol your house when you're away using uh, a ring partnership. So yeah, it kind of does a lot of different things, but it's it's not one, uh, it, it doesn't really have one clear identity. Yeah, and that's that's a good point because you know when you think about robots in the house right now, most folks probably default to robot vacuums, which are a lot more basic. They just roam around and clean things. Uh, you know, you touched upon some of the things it can do. I'm just curious, like what what are some of the other features or capabilities of Astro, and and I guess what are some of the notable commands you can give it? Sure. So, I mean, I think the biggest selling point is definitely that security side of things. Uh, so Astro has a uh, it has a screen on it that looks a lot like an Echo Show 10 screen. Uh, it's basically the same dimensions and it has a bezel camera on it, but it also has this periscope camera that it, it kind of looks a little bit freaky when it goes up, but it, it kind of slowly rises and it has a much better camera on that periscope. Um, and, and so you can manually drive Astro around your house when you're away to be able to check on different rooms, make sure that you left the stove off, you know, random things like that. Um, but then you can also set it to patrol your house. You can have it listen, uh, using, uh, you know, in partnership with, uh, Alexa guard. So if it hears disturbances somewhere in the house, it can go check on it and then send you notifications. Um, that's, that I think is one of the biggest selling points is that security side of things. Um, it also has, uh, facial recognition on it. Uh, and so, you know, it can recognize different people inside your household and greet them kind of individually. Uh, And it can also recognize people that it, that it doesn't, or I guess it it can notify you when it sees people that it doesn't recognize um, and follow those people around if you program it to do that. So there's a lot of those kind of little things that it can do. Honestly, it's sort of early days, Uh, similarly to, you know, when the first Amazon Echo came out, 
a lot of the, a lot of the commands that you were giving it, it was, it was a lot of kind of gimmicky stuff, you know, finding those little Easter eggs and so on. The same is kind of true with Astro at this point. So a lot of the, a lot of the things that it suggests you try are things like, you know, act like a bumblebee or, uh, you know, do the robot or different things like that, you know? And so you see, you see it responding with that sort of nonverbal personality where it's, responding with a series of like beeps and boops and purrs and it kind of moves around uh in in an expressive way and it has these two animated eyes on the screen uh that are very kind of expressive uh sort of i don't know kind of like an equivalent to yeah to like a, a wally or an r2d2 type of thing um but yeah that's that's where it's at now and yeah that that and that's that's a really good point like that it's clear amazon took a lot of time to make this cute uh you know with playful noises expressive eyes i'm curious because i know you've got you've got kids and just how how effective was that you know i think that there's i think there's two stories there i mean i i think at first it definitely was very effective like my kids who have seen all of those movies were super into it. I mean, they were, they were having it act like animals. They were asking it to burp and then rolling around laughing, you know, when it did it. I mean, I think, I think one of my kids asked it to do the robot probably like 40 times in a row when he first saw it, which, you know, got old quickly. Uh, but also, you know, you can kind of see how thin some of that is when you, when you have it around for a few days, like my kids lost, a lot of interest in it after, you know, four or five days, kind of like they did with the Amazon echo when they realized they could make it make, you know, fart noises or something like that. That lasted for like a, <laughs> that lasted for like a day. And then the entertainment value kind of dropped off. So I think the same thing is true with, with Astro and Amazon at this point, you know, for my kids, basically they use our echo to play music. And I, I suspect over time that would kind of be the same thing with Astro too. It would kind of just fall into that routine. And, you know, beyond, uh, beyond sort of the, the cute factor, what were some of your other early impressions from this thing? Yeah. So, you know, Astro is, it's definitely a finished product, right? The hardware, the hardware is there. It's not a beta device, um, but it very much is still in process uh, in terms of its in terms of its kind of backend development. So when we set it up, uh, you know, I've I've been testing it for a bit over two weeks at this point, and you know, I've just I've had to be on and off phone calls with Amazon multiple times as we've figured out issues with its navigation. Um, when it mapped our house, uh, the CNET smart home originally it had trouble because, you know, the floors were a little bit too shiny and some of the, some of the windows were too bright. And we have kind of this exposed staircase with like a railing around it in the middle of the living room. And it wasn't doing a good job of, you know, tracking that the railing should be treated as a wall. So it kind of kept getting confused in that way. So it, like, it just, it seems like it's been something where like, it's, it's really cool. And a lot of the building blocks are there but it is not a polished product in the same way that, you know, something that's widely available uh, like an Amazon echo, like smart display or something like that is. Uh, so it's definitely still in progress. And I, you know, in terms of moving, cause you talked about getting on with Amazon tech support a couple of times for this. Cause I, I know my, my robot vacuum cleaner struggles to get around my apartment, mm -hmm. especially at the different levels. Uh, how, how, how effective was Astro getting around and like, did it know to avoid uneven spots or like 
how did that work? So, you know, it's really interesting. I've talked with uh, some of the product leads specifically about the navigation side of things. And although it uses a lot of the same uh, technology as robot vacuums, it's for very different purposes. So robot vacuums are usually moving around very slowly and they're moving in a very systematic way to cover every inch of your apartment or your house. Uh, whereas Astro is moving a lot more quickly and it's moving more linearly, you know, from room to room. And it's also interacting with a lot of people. Um, and for the most part, actually, once we got it set up, it's, it's pretty cool. I mean, it does move around pretty effectively at a pretty good clip. Uh, it has this kind of low level creepy hum that it makes as it moves around. Um, and that, you know, I don't know. I, I think that could be a plus for some people or, or maybe not. Um, it definitely makes it so that it won't sneak up on you. That's for sure. Um, but it does, it moves around pretty well. And we kind of found, you know, it, it got better over time when we first set it up. If we closed one door, um, you know, closed off one route from a room to another room, uh, it would really struggle with that. Now, if we close one of the doors on, you know, in that same route, it knows immediately where to kind of reroute to get around that door to go to a different place, you know, so it's, it actually is really cool to see that development, even within, you know, a week or two of testing. Got it. So, so it got a little bit smarter over time. That's definitely, I guess, impressive and, and a little scary to, <laughs> to yeah. see over time. Um, you know, this is, uh, yeah, I think you, when you're looking at your review of it, you had a lot of questions, and I think you had some other issues with it. I'm just curious what what you'd like to see out of Astro or, or what you'd like to see improved since, as you said, this is a finished, polished product, but there are definitely some other questions and some other things you'd like to see. Like, what what else, uh, what else would you like to see out of Astro? I mean, I think for me... The, the big barrier, it seems to me, to like wider adoption for a product like this, or, you know, just in personal terms, the thing that would stop me from buying something like this is the price tag in uh, relation to its actual use cases. Uh, you know, this is, this is a very expensive product. Uh, it's $1,000 now when it's invite only. And when it, when it opens up, Amazon says it'll be uh, $1,500. Um, that is a lot of money for a device that I feel like doesn't really have a great central use case. You know, it doesn't have a real central identity. Um, and, and I would love, you know, <laughs> it's funny because we've talked about robot vacuums a couple of times here and robot vacuums are definitely dumber than Astro, but they also have like a very clear use case. You buy this thing and like, if it works well, it'll clean your apartment floor. You know, that, that's like a very solid thing that it's genuinely helping with. Astro doesn't really have that yet. Um, and so that's, that's what I'd really like to see. I think right now the personality is winning over people's, you know, hearts and money. I think that's the goal of it, but then it's got to actually have staying power and to have that staying power, it's got to have a clear function that's going to be worth the money for people. Got it. And I mean, the only, the other, I guess, argument that needs to be made is, is for some folks, at least getting around the idea of what is essentially a, a camera with wheels. I mean, is there, what did you think about in terms of the, the privacy aspect of this device? Yeah. So, you know, Amazon has clearly put in a lot of work here to, to try to assuage some people's uh, anxieties about this. Um, you know, a lot of the processing happens locally. 
most of the mapping is stored locally on the device. It's only a very kind of trimmed down version of the map that gets transferred to your app uh, for, you know, just for kind of navigation purposes. Um, so, you know, from that perspective, I, th I think that those are good measures that they have in place. You know, my concern is that there's a broader pattern of just a lot of different kinds of devices that are smuggling cameras into households um, and really just normalizing the pattern of having us, you know, just, I guess, normalizing it for us uh, to be kind of observed constantly, to have cameras around at all times. And that to me is a very kind of troubling pattern. And Astro is very much a part of that. Uh, so for me, you know, is, is Astro in and of itself super problematic? You know, I don't know. I think different people are going to, you know, do the calculus there a little bit differently based on their circumstances, but it does definitely feel to me like, uh, you know, continuing in a certain direction that I don't think is a good direction for us to go in the long term. Okay. Uh, and you, as you mentioned, this thing is going to be fifteen hundred dollars when it, it goes out to public. Um, I mean, right now, who who do you think this is for? <laughs> um, I mean, you know, not to be not to be too crass about it, I guess, but uh, people with a lot of money. Uh, <laughs> right. Right. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, this is this is very much a luxury product, you know. Like, and if you're getting it you're kind of getting it as a, a toy at this point. You know, it's one of these cutting edge things that's cool to try out. It doesn't have a clear, uh, you know, central use case for it. Um, like if you're looking for, for great home security, there are great home security systems out there that don't require a robot that has wheels that moves around and they'll do the job better than Astro does. So, I mean, so, the, you know, there's like for me right now, the use case is the fact that it's a robot. Um, it is the fact that you're interacting with this thing. There's kind of, you know, you're, you're getting to see innovation in action. Um, and for some people that's worth paying $1,500 for, I think for the vast majority of people, it isn't. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, David. Thank you for your time. You can check out his story on cnet.com. If you have any questions, ping me on Twitter at Roger W. Chang. And if you liked what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.